I have been selling this book, Zanaz Lee and Wan Chun Hong's Guide to Indie Filmmaking, which is published by MPH. For a while now, it's a really good book. If you want to be a filmmaker, whether it's for YouTube, social media, TV, film, cinema, whatever, this is the book to get. I'm going to make it more accessible and more affordable to all of you because I believe that everybody needs to become a filmmaker. The more filmmakers we have in the world, I think this world will be a better place to live in. Now it's available as an electronic book download on my website, I'm gonna link it here. It's really cheap, it's really affordable, it's only five ringgit if you wanna get the ebook version, okay? Five ringgit! It doesn't really cost much, right? It's just a little bit of something for me. I mean, it did take a lot of work to write. Each chapter of this book talks about one part of the filmmaking process. And for each chapter as well, I interview a local filmmaker. It's only five ringgit! It's only five ringgit! You're watching and listening to the Fat Video Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I'm Shelly Wasama. And as usual, every week we watch a local movie. And this week? This week we're watching another local movie. On the last day of its screening? Yeah, because we rushed to watch this because apparently limited screening. Mm. Uh, we're watching Spilt Gravy. Yeah, see what the hype is all about. Uh. <laughs> Okay, so we watched. We watched spilt um, gravy. We watched spilt gravy. Kemana tumpahnya uh, kuah? So we're here to kalau spill tidak the tea nasi. about so, the gravy. Yeah, it's directed by Zahim Al Bakri. Yes. Uh, written. Of oh, course, today's serious review. Okay. Of course. Uh, <laughs> of course, it's based yes. on uh, Jim Murat's play. I, I watched the play. Mm. Look. So, 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 the context is this film was done 11 years ago. Mm. But never got past censorship until mm. finally they pursued it again and then now it's mm. out lah. Mm. Isn't it? So, uh, this group, right, I, I used to go and watch plays a lot. Mm. Uh, during this time lah. Mm. 2000, 2001, 2002. Mm. Uh, I went with Apan. Mm. And we used to go and watch it a lot. Mm. And this was a time when I also felt like, oh, maybe I could lah start making films all. Mm. It was being surrounded with this group of people, mm. you know. So it was nice to see the film mm. uh, coming out, you know. Mm. It's nice to see all these people who have aged, who some of them regularly still see, who of course are eleven years older than what they look like on the screen. Mm. So yeah, what was this all about? The movie. Okay, so the film is basically uh, it centers around uh, Bapa. Uh, who's played by Rahim Razali? Rahim Razali, yeah. veteran. We're supposed Dato to do this Rahim together. Razali. I'm trying to get you involved. Anyway, sure, because she doesn't know who Rahim Razali is. Because being all serious is. about it, I know lah. Okay. Anyway, so it centers around uh, Rahim Razali and his five children. Okay, so there's uh, that he's got five children. Uh, the oldest one is Zach, played by Sean, and then the second one is uh, Bernice Sholly, who's Kalsom. Mm -hmm. Who's So so Zach is like some messed up drug pusher lah, and uh, he's grown up to be a messed up drug pusher, and he's like half Sarani or something. So his mother like a bit matsali looking. So that's why he also matsali looking. 
Uh, they all have different mothers, so we're gonna go through this one by one. And then there's Kalsum, who's played by Bernice Jolly. Uh, her mother is Melayu, and the oldest. Um, uh, and then there is uh, Husni. You know, there's Darwis. Uh, and then there's Darwis is, played by Namurat. Ah, uh, Namurat, who's an English lecturer and who seems to be the most filial uh, amongst all of them because he lives with the father, you know. And he's after also his like, divorce, after his, div his after divorce, his divorce, he moves he back. And lives but actually, we father. don't know whether when he was married, were they living with the father? Also. No, they said what? He moved back. Oh, okay. Mm. So then... Um, to stay with yeah. the father and Concepcion. And Concepcion, who's the helper. And then there's uh, Husni, who is uh, the most successful and the most handsome. But it's also... Oh, no, he is Sean Gazi. Sorry, he is mm. Sean Gazi. And uh, he is uh, also gay. Hmm. And then there is the youngest one, who is Zai Zaiton, and Zaiton is like a has grown up to be a trophy wife. Zaiton is a uh, Juliana, is Juliana Ibrahim, yeah. and uh, uh, Juliana Ibrahim and I go way back. Uh, we used to work together. How way back is this now? Maybe about fifteen years ago. Mm. When I, I think I've directed her before. Yeah, she's direct. She's, is that she's all you've acted. Done? Yes, lah. Please. And you never Juli know with Zana's league, okay? You just never know. It's very Juliana. If you're watching this, please ignore her. <laughs> it's nothing to do with Juliana, it's everything to do with you. What? No, she's happily married with... Yeah, in... Europe. Yeah, yeah but this I, is I like hope, 11 years I ago. I hope you're doing well. You're young, hmm. single-ish. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so it centers around the five children. And now Papa wants them all to come for dinner. Um, he's like, I don't know lah, reaching the end of his life or whatever. You know, when, when parents, they get older, they start to reflect on their, their life. So they, basically, this is what it is. He's reflecting on his life and how things used to be and how he loved all his four wives. Three five, wives, five, three, four he, he wives. had five wives, but the eldest, the, the first one died. Uh, Zach's mother. Away, la. yeah. Yeah. So then, he, after that, he had four wives. La. Mm. They all uh, live together in the yeah, same they house. They all live together in the same house. So, so yeah. So then, um, so each, each child, different wife. Okay? Mm. To make it clear. Uh, and then, um, but it turns out he's like. gonna die. So he's gonna die, and he sees um, the Malaikats, I guess, and he realizes he has no time. Played, so he, played by Haris Iskandar and Jit Murat. Yeah, so he pushes the dinner forward, okay. and then so it basically centers around that. Like, he's trying to get everybody together. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do we think about the film? Everyone. For context, lah, right? Everyone in the urban of KL hmm? uh, who has known Jade or who has been around, like you, uh, they've all been talking about this film on social media, right? Hmm. They're like, it's a limited screening, you have to go see it. Some people went to watch it multiple times. Some people are saying it's the quintessential Malaysian film because everything about Malaysia is in this film. And uh, everybody wants that you will cry when you watch it. So, spoiler, we cried when we watched it lah. Um, I wouldn't call it a quintessentially Malaysian film. It's, I would call it a quintessentially, a quintessentially Klang Valley urban, urban Malaysian film. <laughs> Klang Valley, you uh, born in KL, raised in PJ yeah, kind of film. Yeah. But, I don't think there's anything wrong with there being a quintessentially urban Malaysian film like this because there are so many quintessentially rural Malaysian films. Not necessarily um, represented well, but they do make a lot of films for the rural masses rather than for the urban masses in Malaysia. Lah. Okay, that's, that's how I feel Yeah, about but then it's based on a play and plays are for... 
this kind okay, of place yeah. so, are, are focused yeah. on the urban so crowd. You know? yeah. So what I really liked about it, number one, was that we've seen, we we have seen and also reviewed a few of these uh, play-turned film films. And uh, but our biggest problem so far is that it has been like a play mm. or has been presented like a play. There was... Um, there was that Singaporean one with Adibano, mm. and then there was also the Rahmat, mm. and then now this one. Uh, but this one I felt was more like a film than a play. Uh, it didn't, at no point, other than the dialogue, did it feel to me like I was watching a play. Um, yeah, so it was just that the dialogue was not very adapted for screen. But I thought that it was funny that they also poked fun at that when um, Bernice Trolley is having her auditions, and then. <coughs> Who's the one that plays the Chinese girl? Uh? Her face is very Bernie, familiar. Bernie Chan. Mm. Mm. So she says that if they are, they are lovers, right, why would she talk to him like this? And then she decides to like improvise, ad- improvise and add a bit. And I thought that was really poking fun at how the entire thing yeah. was like, why would you talk to your family members? They did a lot of that, lah, poking fun internally mm. of the yeah, film, like, like is, the censorship thing, right? Yeah, which is kind of great. I really, I really enjoyed the, that. The censorship thing when they talked about being gay mm. and all that, or, or drag, uh, what going to a drag, 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 uh, drag yeah. show and all that. Ah, tak apa, sebab ni watak-watak yang dicipta secara fiction yang tidak berdasarkan kepada mana-mana yang betul, you know? Uh, yeah, and then uh, in true urban Malay Malaysian culture, they're like, "Tapi Melayu tak boleh minum kan?" Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, Melayu tak boleh minum ni adalah watak apa yang direka semata-mata. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was, yeah. What happened? Okay. It really hit a kind of personal note for me. Um, hmm. Go on. Seriously. <laughs> okay. I do this all the time. Yeah. yeah. And then? What? We have to adjust uh, because it was getting dark. Da. Yeah, now it's okay. Okay, da. Yeah. So it really hit a very personal note for me because um, I come from a polygamous uh, family. Uh, not as harmonious as what was depicted in the... what If it was even harmonious lah, because we don't know, right? Uh, but um, I think to some extent, I see... Um, my father's attempts at this these redemptions, and I kind of saw that in in the way that it was uh, portrayed on screen, and um, the way his different children react to him, I've also kind of seen in real life in maybe a little bit in myself and also in my siblings, and the, you you don't want to fault your father for the mistakes that he's made. Uh, or the choices, lah. not really mistakes lah, because they don't see it as mistakes but the choices that they've made but you also as children, you are also the ones living the consequences of it and there is on some level, whether big or small some resentment we see it in all five of them uh, fear of disappointment actual resentment of like but why were you like this you know why did you always treat me different why did you not treat me different um, you know and we you live the consequences like as a children for whatever your father has chosen to do and I think that in the end was what uh, made it so sad for me just watching the desperation of the father to try to get all his children together and uh, you know whether failing or succeeding uh, and it just really made me, it just made me feel really, really, like, sad lah. And then, in the end, all the children kind of wonder, like, 
did they do enough? Did they not do enough? Is it too late? Is it not too late? And you're left with all of these conflicting like thoughts as you grapple with your grief and and it was it was just very real uh, to me. So um, that was the kind of the parts that kind of made me cry. But um, I think I don't know. I I want to say that it's a not really discussed reality of uh, maybe middle to upper middle class Malay or Malaysian families uh, where you know your father chooses to marry someone else or your parents get divorced or and then you end up in this weird cluster of blended families and if you're lucky your parents will handle it well and amicably like supposedly in this film uh, but if you're not then you end up with a lot of uh, familial trauma and damage and this is not something that is generally explored well in Malaysian films so it was nice to sort of see that and it was also nice that the polygamy while a big part of the film was not the forefront of the entire film the forefront of the entire film was really just about an elderly man trying to get all his children together and I don't know redeem himself with them before it was too late and it was just such a pure intention which kind of made the story even even better lah for me so yeah yeah uh, I, I didn't like the dialogue the dialogue was so play-ish theater-ish uh, but that was the only thing I didn't like lah the whole story was very nice uh, it was uh, shot very nicely it was directed very nicely um, performances uh, because of the dialogue and because I think the way it was directed mainly like, like a play performance also wasn't really outstanding but it didn't matter it, it really didn't matter the best performance was Rahim Razali mm. uh, I felt that uh, listening to him talk listening to him act I forgot how good an actor he, he is uh, mm. you know uh, and, and it was so good um, this film had all the issues discussed in the film right? all the issues that were brought up in the, in the film were so 15 years ago <laughs> 15 mm. years ago, every short film dealt with these issues. We <laughs> want to talk about these issues. We're shot in this kind of way also. You know, all these indie films and, 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 and plays. Plays also, all the theatre plays that were, were, were being performed were discussing the same issues and all that. So if this film had come out then, it would just fit right in with the bandwagon. Mm. <laughs> but done very well, of course. Mm. Uh, and coming out now, for, for me, when I watch it, it brings me back. Oh, yes! It's so obvious this film was made 11 years ago. <laughs> you know? Not made now. Memang confirmed not made now. Oh, you mean it wasn't the Blackberry that gave it away? Like Everything gave it away. Everything gave it away. Right? Uh, <laughs> the flip phones. The Blackberry. You know, the SMS. SMS them. Yeah, SMS and MMS and all that, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it was... It, it, it made me feel that way lah. So, uh, out of all the nostalgic movies that we've been watching, like Top Gun lah, and <laughs> Jurassic World and all that, right? Jeff Goldblum and, and, and Maverick and all that, this played into the, the whole theme of this last month or so, watching, <laughs> being, being nostalgic lah, for me. Um, but, if you want to talk about the quintessential, people keep on harping about making the great Malaysian film, like writing the great Malaysian novel. It's bullshit lah! <laughs> people still strive for that lah. I think our national film agent, uh, film board still strives for that. But I think cannot. Where can? Society and community now is so segmentized that you can never have one, one thing, one, one representation of all. Yeah. So cannot. 
Cannot. With that being said, this is so open. Bloody orang KL already can faham. <laughs> orang KL je boleh faham. No lah. Orang KL. PJ people also can faham. Uh, well, when you say <laughs> orang KL, it means PJ Sha'alam also lah. Okay? Uh, PJ Sha'alam Damansara. Sha'alam depends lah. Maybe can. Um, so, oh, that's... I said that's maybe looking uh, down on them. I said maybe. Ah, uh, that's looking down. <laughs> so, I'm not here. I'm not saying that whether it's urban or rural means better or not better, but it does definitely does not represent the whole of Malaysia, lah. It represents a small percentage of that urban crowd, lah. Even the urban crowd also, it represents only a very privileged urban crowd. Hmm. You know, this one of the earliest shot is all these books about Mahade. <laughs> yes. Right, Mahade, BN, Amno. So it's. Uh, <laughs> Underlying the underlying what already is already about Malay privilege, and what how else can you be a privileged Malay man who can afford to marry five wives and live in a huge bungalow at that time? There is a scene in this movie where he says that oh during this time, Rahim Razali, during this time, there were only about two hundred Malay families worth knowing. Worth knowing, you know. So it it reeks about Malay privilege. Yep. Right. So, and I know it's the intention of the filmmakers also to 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 raise this issue in a very subtextual way, right? No wonder lah, it took eleven years. Yeah, but it was good, right? I thought it was really good, and the fact that the cast, right, consisted of so many different types of people, yet come from one family. I know they are sired by a Malay guy, right, in the show in the story, but. The cast, they are like mixed. Some of them not even Malay, if you want to consider them. So it's very Malaysian in that sense, ah. Yeah, I think that was the point, lah. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. And it was great. Um, he he brings up this thing at the end where he says he only does certain things with each of his children because each of his children are unique for them. Yeah. So he says he asks them like, who do you think is my favorite? And they each say like. I am your favorite because whatever, whatever, whatever. And, and he said that's, like, that's the duty that's the of truth. the father. Yeah. The duty of the father is to make you feel like the favorite. Except for this one son. Don't like he like, uh, So yeah. he says like, this one Fleur never got to feel that. Yeah. So, we, like that lah. We, we like this film so we don't, we don't do spoilers. Yeah. We only so, spoil films we don't yeah, like. But oh my god <laughs> lah, it's just... It was just it was too much feelings lah for me. Yeah, just I, way too much. For and me, now I I did not grow up in a polygamous family. You know, uh, I I am not polygamous. Are you sure <laughs> yeah. not? No, what are we? We are still quite blended. But yeah, we are blended, but we're not, not polygamous, polygamous lah, la. right? Uh, and I that that thing didn't really relate to me like how it related to you. Yeah. Uh, but I I felt the family issue. The the thing about family. Right, the being of being being part of a family, being a father, being a father who is growing older and seeing his children get older, you know, and and just as a father maturing, that that got to me ah. It was really also about how each child had like a a thing, like a unique thing, you know, and and I think to be a parent is to really be able to recognize that that each of your children are still different and have different needs which is something we as parents also like struggle with yeah and uh, I think in some ways my father also kind of didn't struggle with because he had specific things that he did with uh, some of us and specific things that he did with all of us or whatever um, but in some ways I think he tried and 
yeah lah, but maybe not all of us see that you know and yeah. it's just it was just a lot it was a lot and you know if despite the fact that it was made 11 years ago and 11 years ago it was just kind of following the trend now in 2022 so much of this film is still unfortunately irrelevant trans people are still being discriminated muslim sudrik are still having to do it in the shadows or whatever um you know there are still polygamous families out there and it's still being discussed uh there are still maybe less than mm. 200 families were knowing in KL or whatever but we wouldn't know because we are like very sampah melayu right uh, speak for yourself <laughs> your no, parents but, really like you but, i don't know but no when i say they are part of the bandwagon i don't think they are they are yes they were part of everybody was doing it but they started it. This group of people, yeah. they were the ones who, they were the trendsetters. And they were just continuing the same trend pioneers. that they started. Yeah, they were the pioneers. You know? Yeah. And if it wasn't for this group of people, I don't think I would have uh, been able to visualize a career making films at all. Mm. You know? So it was great. And maybe it was, I don't know, you know, Jim Murat passed away early this year, right? Mm. Do you think it would have been nice if he was able to see the film? I think he might have. I mean, I'm sure, of course, you've seen yeah, it, lah. But would if would if like to yeah. like, would it be nice if and he saw the release? And reviewed for it. Yeah. I mean, he is being reviewed for it now. But it, it's good. It's scene. very good. It, it's a good it's film. Really good. I would it's say it's really one of the best films I've seen this year. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but the the thing is, it's it was released on the 9th of June. We rushed to watch it on the 16th of June. Yeah. If you're watching it. Now, right, uh, yeah. this video is released, we watched it two days ago because we rushed because we thought it was going to end already, limited release. Uh, and we rushed and we thought we got the last day screen, but actually I checked, it's still playing, today's still ah, playing. There are only two uh, cinemas playing it now, it's TGV KLCC and Glow 3 Damansara. Ha, ha. So, I please say, go and watch it. Yeah, so I would say go watch it. Go watch it. But, but... I really think that not a large crowd in Malaysia would really be able to enjoy, appreciate or, or relate to it. I wouldn't say, and I'm not saying this in a way that, uh, that they're not good enough to appreciate, no. It's just not relatable to a big crowd, a big part of Malaysian society. Yeah, so to know? the niche crowd of you yeah. that are always bitching about the fact that Malaysian films don't represent you, you cannot relate to it, it's just all about Marumpets and Pontianaks and whatever, uh. you better bloody be in the cinema to watch this damn film because this was the film that yeah. was made for you. Yeah, so you urban bloody go town Damansara and watch up. it, okay? <laughs> Don't so. give us this shit about how Malaysia doesn't make films for you and then the Malaysian film that is made specifically for you comes out and you're like, oh, Namela, Nonila. But, Slap you, huh? but you, you know you know what's annoying when we were in the cinema, right? Uh, it wasn't packed, right? Mm. There were some people there, but it wasn't really packed. Like. I would mm. say less than a quarter of the cinema was filled, like, mm. the, 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 the hall, right? Mm. And you know some of the laughters that you would get from the scenes in the film? Mm. It just... I don't know if it's nice or not nice for me to say it, it annoyed me. Because it annoyed me because it's so obvious that the, the, the audience that was laughing at it is an urban crowd laughing at an urban joke that only relates to urban Malaysian people. But wasn't that the point? I know, but that's what annoyed me. Why? You are also an urban person? Yeah, yeah. No, yes, I understand. Ah. But urban enough to want to also discover other things. Y okay. You know what I mean? So, so, so it annoyed me because this... Like, like when you say these people who always complain about films, oh, always make these 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 uh, what uh, films that are for Pontianak uh, lah, and all that. To me, it represents that. You know, they would 
shun and criticize any movie that doesn't represent them, and then really like, ah, oh, finally, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's the uh, point. Yeah. Um, so can I be annoyed by that? Can, can, can. can. Uh, you're saying like as if it's wrong. No, I'm just like for me that's to say the that. Point. Yeah, but okay. no, because it's this group. They want to think that uh, they're so open and liberal. But when you're just considering the liberal point of view and not considering other perspectives, not really that liberal as well. I think what uh. it is that annoys you, uh. and correct me if I'm wrong, is just the fact that um, they feel better than the Pontiana. Yes! The yes! I don't agree with racist films yeah. or the films that depict rape and the ones where they like really severely abuse women. Those are Mimang shit films. But I'm really quite okay with the. the satirical Hantu Kalima films yeah, that yeah, won't appeal to the urban crowd but are still quite entertaining. I'm still okay with um, you know things like Jagat uh, and 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 thing and films that are not necessarily catered to like you say like the urban KLPG crowd but uh, have good stories, you know? Mm. So so I get it. You know yeah. just Always looking down on ah because they look down these, uh, they look down on the other types films, of yeah. ah, other types of yeah. films they are targeting other types of audience yeah. and looking down on the other type of audience yeah. mm. because I think if you're targeting a certain audience it's valid yeah. it's legit okay. just like how this is going to target the Namazara Heights and Taman Pun Bangsa crowd right uh, yeah you know and the Jalan Yutan crowd uh, yeah but with that being said. This, this, this Damansura Heights and Jalan Yutan, Uptown, Tamantun crowd, Bangsa crowd also will want to appreciate films like Jagat, want to appreciate films like Hantu Kat Lima because oh, it's so satirical. Art. Yeah. <laughs> I see the Art. different layers in the film, you know. Hmm. We will make enemies from this film. <laughs> We make enemies. We have a lot of friends in Bangsa. <laughs> Every time we go to Bangsa, we bump into someone. Well, I, I grew up in Bangsa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, um, so watch this film, uh, two cinemas, uh, very limited screenings. It's good lah. Get on your app now and book the ticket. Yeah, and I want to also say, right, look, even uh, to all of you who are not the urban crowd and who are really into Munafik and all that, <laughs> g- g- Give it a chance. You know, I, I really am. I'm serious. Tapi kalau tak tengok film ini, tak berdosa lah. Tak macam re- kalau tak tengok munafik kan. I really resisted speaking Malay when I was referring to this. <laughs> I really resisted speaking Malay. Right? Uh, but but no, no. who knows? If you're a film lover, let's say this lah. If you like films, it doesn't matter where you're from, what background you, you are from, you know, uh, which community, society, uh, or whatever. I think you can appreciate all kinds of films, lah. Mm. You know, because, yeah. And in saying that, the director of Munafi has a new film coming out next week. Yeah, so and we want to watch that. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, because we really want to watch that. We do uh, because Bito Kushari is in it. Yeah, and it looks from the trailer, it looks kind of nice, right? Uh, and because Bito Kushari is in yeah, it. Yeah, and, and, and we don't really like a lot of this director's work, but but we like Bito like, Kushari. Yeah, and and like I said, we want we'll watch it, lah. We'll watch it. Yes, because hmm. we are even fair. We, even we want to shit on it, we need to watch it. Yeah, right? <laughs> review, we review all films fairly. Okay, so and we don't live in an urban bubble. Yeah, so we had a film ready to be uh, a review for this week, but we were pushing it to next week because we wanted to get this out first. Spook mm. Baby out first, lah. Right, so that. So please go watch it. Yeah. Again. Alright, thank you. Okay, so follow <laughs> us on all our social media platforms at FatBidin or go to FatBidin.com to get everything. You've been watching and listening to the FatBidin Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I'm Shao Iwusaman. 